0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Bank of America. We're all shopping for essentials online these days. With the Bank of America Cash Rewards Credit Card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping essentials. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
1: On Bullseye this week, Tina Fey. On creating unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, 30 Rock, and being the best at everything.
0: There was a window of time when we would just go to awards things and pick up our prizes and party with the people from Mad Men.
1: That's this week on Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR.
2: Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. It's New Music Friday, that day of the week when most new albums come out. I'm here with Ann Powers. Hey, Ann.
3: Hi, Robin.
2: And Stephen Thompson. Hello, Robin. On this episode, we're doing a quick rundown of the best new releases out on May 22nd, including the return of the Airborne Toxic event, the Indigo Girls, the rapper Gunna, and more. But we start with the 1975, and their latest it's called Notes on a Conditional Form. This is the 1975, their new album is called Notes on a Conditional Form, and this cut we're hearing is called Me and You Together Song. This is the band's fourth full-length album, and uh, the second part of a bigger project that I'll try to sum up as quickly as I can, which is (laughs) their third album was going to be called Music for Cars. That was supposed to come out a couple of years ago. Instead, they decided to release it in two parts. The first was called A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships. That was the first part out in November 2018. Now we're getting the second part, Notes on a Conditional Form. All told, it's nearly 40 tracks, and uh, Stephen, (laughs) it's just a... A huge, sprawling, I think, masterpiece with just so many ideas and sounds that are exploding in a thousand different directions.
1: Let's run through the first four tracks on this album. The first is a, like a five-minute preamble called The 1975 that is mostly a monologue by Greta Thunberg, the Swedish environmental activist.
4: We are right now in the beginning of a climate and ecological crisis.
1: And we need to call it what it is. The second track is this like scathing punk song called People. Then you have this like neoclassical instrumental called the end music for cars. And then you get this, like, Justin Bieber-style sleek dance pop song called Frail State of Mind. This album is all over the place. And for me, it works really, really well. uh, Matty Healy is the singer, and he is just throwing ideas after ideas, after ideas against the wall. And I'm shocked at how many of them stick.
3: You know, in 2014, I think it was, Matty Healy said, I don't want to become like Bono. Well, Matty, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) But this record just confirms to me that he is an absolute classic rock experimentalists in the tradition of U2 at their best, and this band is in the tradition of U2 at their best, or even, I mean, they're not the Beatles, but this record kind of reminds me of the White Album. The way that Maddie and the band are trying on all these different forms, and yet who they are, and especially who he is, always shines through whatever costume he puts on
1: yeah and we've we've been talking about this album for several minutes and there are still genres and styles and sounds that we have not even touched on there's a song on this record called nothing revealed everything denied that opens up and it sounds exactly like wham
2: i think a pretty monumental work from the 1975 it's called notes on a conditional form let's go next to one i know we're all excited about this week because we're all super fans of these two women, the Indigo Girls, their new one is called Look
3: Long.
4: I work at the mall food court When I get home I fix something to eat Settle into my seat And turn on the country radio I know every word Long, cause then I'm under the stars, regular at the bar. Got a perfect girl, I got a warning truck. We go down to the river, and the moonlight is silver.
2: is the indigo girls their new one is called look long and this song we're listening to is called country radio um, i know that we all have a lot of love for this duo and uh i have a lot that we want to say so i'll go big right out the gate here and just say that the indigo girls completely saved my life When I first started listening to them in the late 1980s, particularly with that self-titled record that they had in 1989, I was having a youthful existential crisis and their music, their songs, they helped me understand who I was and who I wanted to be in life. And I think this is kind of amazing to me. Here they are more than 30 years later with what I think is a truly great record.
3: It truly is one of their best. And I feel this is a moment for the Indigo Girls. There have been lots of Indigo Girls moments. They've saved lots of lives. If you go to NPR Music right now, you can read a great essay by the writer and scholar Karen Tongson about what makes the Indigo Girls so special. She argues that it's the way that their sound grounded in the harmonies that contrast and connect two different personalities and two different voices, how that sound actually represents community and creates community. It it allows them to be political, as in the song we just heard, Country Radio, which is a very heartfelt Story about being gay and wanting to hear yourself on the radio, and you know it's about representation. Uh, it allows them to be really personal, reflect on their own lives together and apart. It allows them to rock because Amy Ray is a rocker. It allows them to be beautifully pop, the way Emily Saliers can write an incredible ballad that Celine Dion could sing. Yeah. All of those things fall within the practice of Indigo Girls and. You know, the fact that both of you have stories about how much you have been changed by them just shows how their community
1: goes wide and deep. Sometimes we talk, you know, on a grander scale about like the music that you fell in love with when you were like 17, 18, 19 years old really imprints on you in ways that other music doesn't necessarily. And I think Indigo Girls have been around for so long that a bunch of their records have been that kind of formative experience for several generations of music fans. You know, it is just glorious and it's been glorious for so for decades now. And I'm just delighted to see them continue to put out records, delighted to hear those records continue to be terrific.
2: Yeah, there's a song on this album called When We Were Writers that I thought said a lot about where they are right now in their lives and in their music. The line is, it might just look like smoke in my eyes, but I'm still burning inside. They still have... More in them that they want to get out and more that they want to say with their music.
3: You know, what a band to offer us this gift right now because I think we'll all agree we really need that kind of community and connection.
2: Indigo Girls, their new one is called Look Long. Let's do one more before we take a break. This is from Owen Pallett. Owen Pallett has a new one called Island.
1: Oh, So
2: This is Owen Pallett. His new one is called Island, and this song we're hearing from that record is called A Bloody Morning. Owen Pallett is a classically trained composer. He's a singer, a songwriter, a multi instrumentalist. He's had his hand in all kinds of projects and collaborations over the years, but this is his fifth solo studio album and his first in six years. Um, and Stephen, kind of like the 1975 album, uh, this is one that has a lot of grand ideas and ambitions.
1: Yeah, this is Owen Pallett's first solo album since In Conflict in 2014, but he's been extraordinarily busy. In that time, he was nominated for an Oscar for music he did for the wonderful movie Her. He's won an Emmy. This is kind of a surprise release. Uh, he worked on it with the London Contemporary Orchestra, recorded at Abbey Road. So he's just been rolling around for such a long time, and this record... I don't know, it just feels very personal and very contained and complete, and it's just a lovely record.
3: There's a song called Fire Mirror, which really gives you the flavor of Owen's lyrics, which are so passionate, dare I say romantic in the classic sense. It's about the whirlwind of emotions that takes you over uh, at the end of a relationship or when a relationship goes wrong. You know, oh, I never learned how to hate. I never learned how to be hated. Can it be controlled? Can anything be controlled? Those are the beginning lyrics. And then the music, you know, it holds it so gently. It holds these violent and intense sentiments so gently. It's it's a fascinating balance.
2: Yeah, it almost sounded like an opera to me, like some sort of celestial cosmic opera. Owen Powlett, the album is called Island. And we still have a few more albums that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, plus our lightning round of some other notable releases out today. But first, we need to take a short break.
0: This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp, the online counseling service dedicated to connecting you with a licensed counselor to help you overcome whatever stands in the way of your happiness. Fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a professional tailored to your needs. And if you aren't satisfied with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time free of charge. Visit BetterHelp.com songs to get 10% off your first month. Get the help you deserve with BetterHelp.
2: It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers and Stephen Thompson, and we're looking at the best releases out on May 22nd. We start the second half of our show off with the Airborne Toxic event. They're back with a new one called Hollywood Park.
1: They the by and I feel like I was ready to die when the off the
2: races This is the Airborne Toxic event. Their new one is called Hollywood Park. This is the title cut to the record. This is the band's first album in five years. It is a companion piece to a a new memoir, also called Hollywood Park, by frontman Mikael Jolet, who I should mention used to be a contributor to NPR doing music reviews on All Things Considered. And Anne, there's really a pretty incredible story that Mikael Jolet tells on this record and in his book.
3: So, He was born into Synanon, which was an addiction recovery program that honestly kind of turned into a cult. Then he was rescued by his mother, who really struggled with some personality disorders and raised in serious poverty in the Pacific Northwest. In his teen years, he reconnected with his father, sort of a grifter, and that's where the title, Hollywood Park, comes from. Hollywood Park is a racetrack that they used to go to a lot together. So... The memoir, I just want to say, it's really worth a read. Mikhail Jolay writes so bravely about the deprivations of his childhood. And he, the little details in this book are just stunning, just really well rendered. And that's there in the songs, too. The songs are big, the sound is big, but there is a vulnerability that runs through this record that's extremely powerful. And I think, although his story is unique the power of the record resonates and many people will be able to relate to it.
1: This record to me really feels musically of a piece with that song i mean this is a this is a yell like hell to the heavens kind of band along yeah. with like with japan Droids and titus andronicus and the hold steady you just picture a foot kicked up on a monitor as a fist is thrust to the <laughs> heavens you know this is that this is that kind of music and it's it's just carried off exceptionally well
2: it's funny you say that because i kept thinking bruce springsteen like it's very springsteen yeah i mean A very powerful, potent record from the airborne toxic event called Hollywood Park, their first in five years. Let's go next to the rapper Gunna. Gonna has a new one out today called Wanna.
4: Broken can't be
2: fixed. Know the names are spent the nick.
4: How you pull that don't make sense. I made a whole mile off an inch. I had 99 nine problems. I just scratched your heart to dish. Got some means and winning. Sol on not my neck, cause a quarter brick. I've been getting it since the taller. I keep dollars on my head. Been a real one is my motto. and my problems I ain't skate. I put powder on my collar, cause she proud of what I i How my leader I got on following my footsteps like the fist. Shoot like I'm a ton chop up bullets, make them shit uh. Black on black, new phantom in the back, sipping sippin' red uh. Bitch, I'm from Atlanta with these whole right here, like Peggy uh. Condo like the pharmacy, I got codeine in my fridge Oh, best bestie, I just hit my friend, told her catch me, catch me I'ma lick her skin, she so precious, precious
2: Might not fuck again, she too messy, it, messy, it. but hit and no flex. This is the Atlanta rapper Gunna. His new one is called Wanna. And this cut we're listening to is Dollars on My Head. It features Young Thug. And uh, for this one, we welcome back NPR Music Sydney Madden. Hey, Sydney. Hey,
4: y'all. Happy Friday. We made it.
2: Happy Friday. (laughs) (laughs) I think that every week. I'm still here.
4: Right. Another one.
2: So, uh, Gunna, this is his second studio album. He's had a a bunch of mixtapes, but this is his second full-length studio project. Sydney, tell us what it is that uh, you're loving about this one this week.
4: Yeah, uh, I hope I don't sound too biased, but Gunna is definitely one of my favorite rappers out right now. He's one of the most consistent workhorses out of the south and a lot of rap fans probably know him as a protege of young thug he's even signed to ysl which is young thug's label but i feel like in the last couple years he's really proven himself to be more of a like a rap game conciliary he's someone who always adds a couple ounces of aloofness to every track he jumps on you know and his flow is never rushed and he chooses beats that suit his unfazed by everything type of flow and delivery. So honestly, what makes him most exciting to me is his consistency, which is an underrated key in the rap game.
1: So I've seen Gunna referenced as the king of drip music. I mean, his last album was called Drip or Drown 2. A lot of his songs, I mean, he was nominated for a Grammy for a song called Drip Too Hard that he did with Lil Baby. Yeah,
4: massive song.
1: Well, Sydney, can you walk us through drip music? I mean, drip is referring to like dripping in diamonds, but how does that manifest in his music? What makes his music drip music beyond that?
4: Well, I think the key to cementing kind of like a drip song is what I said before, that that aloofness, that nonchalant, mm-hmm. that unfazed. It's like, yeah, this is a regular day for me. I have 250,000 all over my body. It's normal, whatever. I'm just <laughs> running to the store. It's that level of opulence and luxury that you act like it's built into your DNA already. It's that level of confidence with it.
2: Yeah, it's interesting you say that, Sydney, because there there is a lot of that opulence, as you say, and luxury on this record and some bravado. But like. And Gunna uh, Gunna lives a a pretty extravagant lifestyle in real life. (laughs) But, you know, you hear him in interviews and he'll talk about the importance of family and appreciating what you have because you could lose it at at any moment.
4: Yeah. And he's someone, like I said, he's a workhorse. He was always associated with Young Thug and maybe some people think he had um, kind of already a shoe in the door because of Young Thug. But he's someone who worked really hard from the jump of selling his own tapes and, you know, earning his own stripes even without a cosign, So that's what makes his music relatable in that sense, you know, like that pull yourself up type of vibe. And I will say this album runs a bit long for my taste. It's 17 tracks, but I mean, listening to it already, there's a lot of joints that I'm feeling on here. Do Better, Met Gala, Blindfold, featuring Lil Baby. And I don't know, me and my puppy have been bouncing all day to it (laughs) in quarantine.
2: The rapper is gonna his new one is called wanna thanks so much sydney you and your puppy hang in there
4: thank you be well guys
2: all right we have one more album that we want to play for this week's new music friday but there are a handful of other releases that we want to mention uh, for may 22nd i'll start with badly drawn boy badly drawn boy is back with their first new album in eight years it's called banana skin shoes if you don't know this band Uh, They had a couple breakout albums in 2000, 2002, including the soundtrack to the film About a Boy. Their new one is called Banana Skin Shoes. Coda the Friend, uh, a Brooklyn-based rapper, has a new one out called Everything. And Steve Earle and the Dukes are back with an album called Ghosts of West Virginia.
3: Two notable records from the new music-slash-classical sphere One is a tribute to Bob Hurwitz, the uh, longtime president of Nonesuch Records. It's called I Still Play. It's solo piano works written by everyone from John Adams to Laurie Anderson to Philip Glass to Brad Meldow, Pat Metheny, et cetera, et cetera, performed by Thibaut Andres, Jeremy Denk, Brad Meldow, and Randy Newman. And then there's a very exciting digital-only release, which is a recording of Philip Glass's Music in Eight Parts, which was a piece that everyone thought was sort of lost to time and misadventure, but the score was rediscovered at auction in 2017, and the Philip Glass Ensemble has recorded it in quarantine and put it together. So that's a really exciting development for fans of Philip Glass. Music in eight parts.
1: We've talked on this show about our fondness for the indie folk rock group Woods. A very lush, sweet sound. They've got a new album called Strange to Explain. Tove Lowe put out one of my favorite pop records of last year, Sunshine Kitty. That has a deluxe edition with eight new songs. It is the Sunshine Kitty Paw Prince edition. And And finally the artist Neil Innes Uh, Neil Innes died in December. Uh, He was a key member of the Bonzo Dog Band and the Ruttles. Um, His first solo album from 1973 is called How Sweet to Be an Idiot. It is getting a deluxe reissue with some new tracks uh, that is out today.
2: All those albums out now on May 22nd, along with this last one that we want to feature. It comes from Katie Von Schleicher. It's called Consummation. (laughs) you. <laughs> This is Katie Von Schleicher, her new one is called Consummation and this song that we're hearing is called Nowhere. Uh, Bob Boylan actually turned me on to her a few years ago and he just played another cut from the record on the Tuesday episode of All Songs Considered earlier this week. If you missed that, go back and check that out for sure. But I wanted to let everyone hear a bit more from the album because Katie Von Schleicher does do a lot of different things on it. So many different elements working together here, her voice. I find is is somehow really delicate and strong. She layers it beautifully. Just these little glitchy electronics kind of dancing around in the mix. Atmospherics. Love this record so much.
1: Part of what really jumps out at me about this record is some of the thinking that went into it. She read a lot of great writers, women like Rachel Cusk and Carmen Maria Machado. Rebecca Solnit, who wrote about... The difference between consummation, you know, which is very goal oriented and predatory and communion between two equals. And so this album is picking apart some of those same ideas. I mean, it's called consummation. And so it's assessing gender dynamics and relationships through that lens and kind of landing in some really interesting and sometimes very fatalistic places.
3: I'll say the obvious, which is that if you like St. Vincent, you'll probably like this record. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both conceptually and sonically, Katie von Schleicher is treading in similar territory. It's interesting, isn't it, how so many musicians right now are looking at other art forms and considering other art forms, whether it's uh, their own memoirs, like uh, Airborne Toxic Event this week or Mark Lanigan recently, everything connecting and colliding. And you really see that on this record. That's where a lot of its energy comes from, I think.
1: Yeah, this album culminates in a song called Nothing Lasts, and it has this line in it that, that really kind of sums up her worldview. It says, nothing lasts for long, nothing lasts. See? It's gone. Well, this
2: is quickly becoming one of my favorite albums of the year so far. Katie von Schleicher, her new one is called Consummation. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks so much, Anne.
3: Thank you so much, Robin, Stephen. Steven.
2: Stephen. Thanks to you both. If you want to see a list of everything that we talked about and hear full versions of the songs we featured on this week's show, go to our website, npr.org slash all songs. You can also listen to the playlist in both Apple Music and Spotify. All you do is open those apps and search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist. Also, a reminder, sign up for our newsletter to keep up with all the latest from NPR Music, including tiny desks, music news, special features, and a whole lot more. Just go to npr.org slash music newsletter. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. Take care, everyone. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music.